0: I've commenced recording. Okay. This is my verbal confirmation. Yeah. This is my boy. Yes, it is. Kinda
1: hard to deny that too. Yeah, he's got a cock. He's got right, that he's a boy. No balls though. I mean he can't communicate his preferred gender. No balls. Yeah, that does take him down a notch. That makes him genderless. They're all
0: genderless. When you really come when it really you know, boils down. Right. They've had to. Their genders removed. Nice.
1: Right. But their sex is th- the
0: pound. They still call it the pound. I think the, po- the, is the pound is the pound specifically like the city, like the metro. Yeah. The pound, the Nashville pound, over capacity. Yeah. I couldn't have taken Doobie to the pound if I wanted to. Evidently, they would have told me to put him back where I found him. Jesus Christ. Which I, you know, wouldn't do. But you know, <sighs> he's here now. These are trying times for pusses. <laughs> Okay. How are you doing? I'm
1: good. These this uh, this moment of my week is a nice decompression.
0: You enjoy moment. Sundays.
1: Is that what you're saying? Are yeah. You... Well,
0: specifically this podcast. Yeah. No, me too. This is great. I look forward to it. Currently, all week. We'll see wow. when and if. <laughs> we'll get horribly sick of it yeah could happen it seems to happen around episode five that's right which but, would be this one all right well if this even makes it to production it will i feel pretty
1: committed Your your commitment and energy level is apparent to
0: all yeah no i'm i'm a zesty motherfucker these days yeah that's just the way it is. You introduce this guy to black pepper, and it's just
1: whoosh, turns into a different person. I love <laughs> spices. Me too. You know? You know where I went last night? Flavor Town. Pretty much. I went to the
0: new Taj. You went to Taj too? In house Taj. You went to Taj? No, no, no. Or I'm Taj I'm, two. I'm exclaiming, you went to Taj two, the second Taj. Yeah, the Krusty Krab. Absolutely. How was the interior? it was nice quite a, for those who don't know right taj is the best indian restaurant in nashville we're both uh diehard fans i get it every week but i usually have it delivered they recently <laughs> moved locations from their like musty damp you know original building probably like 80 years old
1: oh very <laughs> oh,
0: interesting he's looking for treats very in there very
1: interesting yeah let it happen it's happening
0: does anyone else do this to him uh i'm sure right oh yeah yeah for sure he likes long-haired fellas and gals got it i don't know what he thinks he's doing but it's like catnip for him it's interesting and I'm, I'm i mean it you know he rolls around in hair in the way same way he does with, <laughs> with catnip he like wants it all over him I got it i can't explain it well he's poofy so what do you think of my outfit too green no. Too green? I want to draw Ideal. attention to it. Ideal. I got the, the, the Kicks. My Frankie Villanis. It's, they're really good shoes. Yeah, I'm stoked about them. New Balance. Yeah? New Balance <laughs> is cool now. All thrifted? Uh, Yeah, all from Buffalo Exchange. Except the shorts? Except the shorts. Those are Targies. Last week? It's been... Many weeks. For a couple weeks. But you were there when I got them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This Windbreaker, also from Buffalo Exchange, where I got these shoes. Amazing. And to boot, I got those green sunglasses that I am so fond what? of. Yeah. You know, you've seen them.
1: I must have.
0: You know, it's the same color, teal. It's awesome. God. I'm, a, I'm a smoke show. So right do, now. You ve- <laughs> do you feel,
1: uh, you look fantastic? Oh, thank That's you. That's for much. sure. That's what we want to do. And it also doesn't feel unnatural. Really? But- you, don't, you don't feel like I'm posing right now? It's clearly a, a thing you tried to do, uh, but yeah. it's not clown-esque. That's good. You know what I mean? If I were if you, I would feel unnecessarily a, a little self-conscious, like, are people on to me? Oh, do yeah. Do you feel like that?
0: Much less nowadays than I used to. I almost, okay. It's almost gone. I don't know what mm. the turning point was for me, but I don't care anymore. It's great. It's fun for me. Great. I'm not going to pretend to not care about the way I look. I would like to look like I don't care and just also look amazing at the same time. Right. But sometimes, you know, putting a little effort, I think, is attractive, too. I would Um, have to agree. And I'm monochrome right now, which is in. That's right. It's in. It's a good trend. Monochrome. I feel like I'm kind of looking. I feel like my main reservation is that I might look a little too Gen Z. when I'm not trying to look Gen Z. It just so so happens that it I do identify with Gen Z fashion trends. You do actually. and this 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 shade in particular yeah. like this, this kind of get up I mean this is from my childhood-huh uh you know yeah. I feel like I could take ownership of it. I had a windbra- windbreakers in general
1: early 90s Some I had 90s. a lime green and blue. I was an Adidas windbreaker and it was like a lime green like Gatorade yellowish green. And oh, like and like primary blue, I love that. Yeah, I love those. That's my favorite thing. Those are some good colors. Huh. It's a lightweight and effective jacket oh, it's a great type garment.
0: Yeah, you know, me a few years ago would never wear something like this. I liked conventionally conservative, like just low key modern clothing. Right. I guess I've been into oversized stuff for a while. This yeah. is like this is like dorky in a cool way. You know. Yeah. But it's also a very practical garment. And it's it wet is. outside today. It's raining. It is. Or it will be. And it really does break wind. It breaks the fuck out of the wind. The wind ain't making skin contact with me. I want like a 3D
1: animated, like, like a sign, like, you know, like uh medication commercials maybe this is a little bit dated they'll be like what it does is it clears the blockage in the aorta and it'll like do a 3d model uh-huh. of like <laughs> like a yeah gunked up vein <laughs> yeah yeah that like relieves the i want that with the our windbreakers really do break wind and it's like a yeah. windbreaker that's like zooms in and it, like, right turns. it's like
0: what's well, two-dimensional they're like <laughs> <antide> <laughs> lines, and, the and they just, just like <laughs> make contact with the windbreaker and <laughs> <they> disperse exactly <laughs> like, yeah, well, that's what, that's what it's doing. So now you have to animate that. Oh, you think I'm going to do that? No. Don't,
1: don't. I could do that on Blender in two months.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, you get started on I that. I will. I'm already biting off more than I can chew. Okay. Editing this podcast every week is a couple hours minimum of work. Is it a labor of love? Or is it... It is. Oh, I do enjoy it. Oh, good. I enjoy most of it. Uh, but the one that went up this week I really just didn't have time to work on it until basically the day of so I had to do it in like a four or five hour marathon it was a long one it was complicated we had Bryce and Dirk personalities. Yeah, four lines of audio yeah but it turned out great it's good I like doing it I like it I think this is a worthwhile uh, endeavor it's all all that life is about in my opinion is following
1: that feeling I agree. For the most part. The pleasure. The pleasures of Yeah, just a perfect dosage of hedonism. Yes. If your
0: hedonism coincides with productivity, ah. Oh, ah. Oh. Everyone's supporting you. Yeah. Like yeah. this is a hedonistic endeavor for me <laughs> and a very vain one at that. But people will support so. me because it it uh externally appears to be productive. People will will laud will me isn't that funny <laughs> for being productive <laughs> for just doing something i think it's pretty masturbatory you know? just by definition yeah i just, guess i have three three well two of these cameras are pointed at me but wait yeah it's three same here podcasts. yeah no so yeah and i'm sitting in my own house to put all this I put put this whole production together just to <laughs> just just sh- just to show off how Interesting, I am. Right, in my fun new green outfit. Right, <laughs> <laughs> with my Zelda core athletic
1: athletic fit.
0: <laughs> Zelda core, <laughs> my Kokiri athletic edition. <laughs> Kokiri, is that it? Kok- Kokiri. Yeah, in the in Ocarina of Time, is it?
1: What's the village? So it's K O K I R I, and I've never known the proper pronunciation. Mm. As a kid, I always Kokiri? called it Corkiri. Corkiri. is what I said, but I had a misplaced R in there. I think I call it Kokiri Village. Kokiri seems fine. Right.
0: It's passable. Yeah. Tell me about your fit. Looks good. Looks cool. uh, so... You got your... You got your shoes. Let's go through everything. You got, right. you got your footwear. I have worn
1: these Sperry topsiders. Not this exact pair. Not this copy. Not this ID number. Uh-huh. But this style.
0: So you've... For like re- 10 years. Replenished that shoe. Yeah, maybe four times. Wow, so it's been in production for a while. Oh yeah, probably like maybe
1: even since the 70s
0: Dang, or something. You love a Sperry.
1: Yeah, and my dad would wear them when I was a kid and I was always like, never would I wear those. And then I quickly started to, I don't know.
0: That ain't my vibe. Sure. I need laces. I get it. Laces are bust. <laughs> and you don't want to see me when i'm bus. yeah well that's careful making a little ejaculatory threat a
1: little sex joke
0: <laughs> that's and, what we call a dirty joke an ejaculatory threat yeah <laughs> oh my god
1: you watch it Buster. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna come (laughs) (laughs) if you don't back off
0: i'm gonna come
1: (laughs) yeah okay and then i got pink compression
0: socks those don't look pink to me buster sorry you're right reddish pinkish this is a salmon realm salmon realm for sure i would call those red but i see where you're getting i I, i'm down with red yeah and they're compression
1: socks because my feet are always ice cold because i think i have bad circulation oh you got cold feet but they're warm now that's great then i'm wearing levi's five tens, which he loves the five. Tents. i just love that specific model and kind of same deal with the sperries so i like
0: buy a pair every two and a half years and I, I used to be that way with a specific pair of h&m pants but then my ass got fat yeah i remember
1: yeah i started taking notice yeah
0: a lot of people have been checking it out have you
1: ever got comments on your ass besides from me? Uh, well, and let's let's put aside a romantic aside from people where it's like, hey, my ass is for your pleasure, right? Say now. something about it.
0: Yeah. Who's cutting through the noise? Have I ever been just passively complimented on my uh, on my keister? Yeah. No. I don't sure. I don't know someone anyone so bold. Right. Like, who's gonna do yeah, that? Yeah, that's a good point. That's just inappropriate. Even for People who have
1: like huge, nice asses that everyone's like, damn. I guess they're not like going up to them
0: and be like, your ass is the that? Yeah, that's just not really appropriate, even amongst close girlfriends. I would think like, right? It would ruin. The it can come across as passive aggressive, you know. Or I mean, it depends on on your dynamic. I'm sure there are plenty of friends out there who can appreciate each other's keisters, <laughs> and it doesn't doesn't get complicated.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Last up though is this Fable Cry T-shirt, which is a band in Nashville. They still they still a band. They still kick around. I don't know if they've done. I think they've done. They at least do a couple shows a year on an off year, right? And they're probably uh, don't quote me on this, but they usually do a big old Halloween show (laughs) called Festival of the Ghouls. Festival of Ghouls,
0: and they're. They're all pretty ghoulish themselves. Yeah. They're they're Bertonian.
1: Right. And I like them. They're really nice, talented motherfuckers. Yeah. Let's have them on. They would love it. They would love to get all crowded up here. Do you really
0: think they do it? I feel like they're so hard to reach.
1: They are hard to reach, but... And I'm being presumptuous here, but I feel like if I cajoled them and I was like, this is good for you. Think about... Cajol Are you going to... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you going to... Deny my genius that this is a good idea, and they're like, <laughs> Well, yeah, okay. And then they literally show up, and like, like, Zach would probably show up in a powdered wig and not. Oh, well, that'd be great. He's been, I've seen him out in a pedestrian scenario in a powdered wig.
0: That's fucking insane. Yeah,
1: he just,
0: it does not. <laughs> that shouldn't be allowed. He's just that. He it's like one day you realize there isn't a law against it like did you know you can just wear a powdered wig like anytime you want it doesn't have to be halloween right yeah you wear a powdered wig it doesn't have to be the 18th century you can just do that yeah were people wearing powdered wigs in the 18th century 1700 yeah 17 for sure right i think so i don't know how long those are in fact i know they're in fashion in mozart times Sure. I'm thinking about, you know, colonial times. Yeah.
1: You know, 1776 was our independence. I think they might still wear them in, uh, in Britain, but only in Parliament. Ceremonial? Oh. Yeah, or some shit. <laughs> By the way, Parliament <laughs> of weird. Owls. Sorry, this is a side tangent, but I said to you Parliament of Eagles earlier for to describe an amount of a bunch of eagles. Oh, right, a group of eagles. It's a Parliament of Owls. I forget what the what a group oh. of eagles is. well, they're birds. But anyways, a par- Parliament
0: owls they're regal and lawful yeah
1: no it makes apparently. sense
0: they're lo- yeah the lawful evil of birds for making alignment charts do you remember
1: oh, never mind man let's, that's a let's good move on sorry
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna tuck that away An alignment chart for birds simple that's good but just very doable Either- albatross <laughs> bald eagle yeah, like law, bald eagle's lawful good we have to say that as Americans. that's just true <laughs> yeah but
1: raven is like a lot like a chaotic evil um chaotic raven's evil. probably
0: neutral evil or wait is that how it works yeah yeah neutral evil and and lawful i think evil. neutral evil i think pigeon's probably true neutral <laughs>
1: yeah definitely they are not hurting anyone and are not doing
0: anything good either Where's a seagull rank is i feel like seagulls are evil like seagulls might be chaotic evil oh my god yeah they'll eat your burger out of your hand they'll fuck you up but are they the most chaotic bird what's the most chaotic bird right what's a bird that's like just can't be stopped like never sleeps and eats like is like omnivorous and (laughs) uh well vultures are kind of evil sure but they're not chaotic they're like lawful evil
1: but they're also not literally, not hurting anyone.
0: Oh, true, true. Isn't but that weird? They're just kind of, but they 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 aren't hurting anyone. In fact, they're good. They're a cleanup crew. Right. But have you seen a vulture? Have you seen what they fucking sure. look like? Horrific. They yeah. <laughs> they're crazy. Like they look like monsters. They do. And they, they
1: eat look, corpses. They look like fresh. Corpses. Cretaceous or something, or maybe not but like dinosaurs. But
0: yeah, for sure. Well, they they save they are dinosaurs um damn bitch all right well i don't have like as robust of a you know an agenda for today but um you know labor day is coming up yeah i believe by the time this comes out labor day will have just happened sure this this will come out on on the wednesday after labor day i figured hey i like celebrating things i like events holidays figured we'd uh, do a little labor day special today okay and uh ans- talk about some some labor related things oh yeah answer some labor related queries let's so do that yeah let's uh let's let's um let's get in the goo.
1: I know we don't have to wait for it to play or anything, yeah, we don't. but it is funny to just imagine Yeah. that like, happening. <laughs> I would
0: see it in my in my mind yeah, and every and time. It, and I'm like... <tr muitos> <laughs> and
1: I'm, <laughs> 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 All
0: right, so the goo today that yeah. we're getting in okay. is uh, a question, as it always is. Okay. What's the worst job you've ever had? To work? Or just... This can be a single job. This could be a, a one-time thing or a job you had for an extended oh, period of time. point. But your worst paid labor experience. You got one? Yeah.
1: You know, what I'll say is that question for me makes me realize
0: I've had a pretty decent labor history. I thought so. I thought you might say that.
1: But you are making me realize... If I had to pick, like, like one of my worst days of work, I mean, there's a few, I guess. So I, my family has owned a restaurant for 40 years. Worked there as a kid, right? Mario's times, Mario's pizza, Mario. I say Mario's, but they say Mario. That's why I like to Mario's. say. It.
0: Mario's like Mary. Yeah, like like M E R R Y. I was just thinking M A R Y, like like the Virgin. Sure. Same thing or M A R R Y. Mary, yeah, they're all pronounced the same, and they're all
1: righteous. Yeah, they are. Mary O's like a Christmas-themed breakfast uh, cereal.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> cert- that's already that could a thing.
1: Be funny. So you know, there's some days there which are, you know, I don't know if you've seen the Bear. The Bear is a show about um, a basically a a restaurant in Chicago that's like struggling to operate and renovate itself and it's, a, just, uh, it's a realistic deep look into the uh, restaurant world
0: okay it's a tv show tv show interest series
1: i relate to that a lot of days are like that then i was a bank teller of course and that job was fine but not great for one it was like two weeks of training with just me watching videos in the back two weeks
0: of that i think so what, like yeah. five days of just watching videos yeah for two weeks yep that's what the what, what? it was you a, had a little to go strange. there too to do it yeah that's so dumb.
1: i had to go to the branch and sit in the back office and watch videos and then eventually I started doing it wow and once i started doing it it was actually kind of interesting it's like it's really not what i expected i expected to be put into this branch and to just be working at the branch forever as soon as i got started they started like throwing me around at different branches as like like a hazing
0: moving you it around felt like really just figuring out what your limit was for bullshit pretty so they much so they like can fuck with you my manager was this
1: i'm gonna be an asshole i'm just gonna be an asshole for a second that's that's allowed i'm gonna paint a stereotype of a of a you know, paint a picture of a stereotype that we probably all understand. And this is basically my manager, like picture the, the Southern woman who is 37 and she's been married for like two years. And, you know, every day she comes in with like a big gulp, you know, from like Thirsty the gas girl. station. <laughs> yeah. I know the type. But if it's not to say like, I also want to, this person also like has it together in general but it's like clear that it's like you kind of it's tenuous sh- she has some moments in the bathroom where she like looks in the mirror and is like <laughs> you're nothing you know what i mean <laughs> she, <laughs> should we should we know she has those moments that's right. my sense of it <laughs> but you know it's just like pleased as punch that she's like married and has a husband mm-hmm. and and like this is like an achievement but she's like you almost didn't make it you almost didn't make it you're 30 fucking seven i can see you're like having this inner model yeah yeah yeah
0: (laughs) yeah oh that's not healthy
1: no that kind of snooty under the surface person but anyway so she would like throw me around a different um branches and they put me at a branch in north nashville once which is a known as you know maybe the most an economically sort of depressed region of the city. Yeah, it was actually amazing. She put me in North Nashville on like the first of a month of the month on a Friday or something. It was like everything about it's it. It's like a peak day, right? Like start of the month, end of the month in banking, high inflection points of business but then also like a Friday and a I, payday
0: I imagine in a low income area you're going to have more people visiting the bank in person exactly because they got checks exactly and, and so it was
1: just constant line which I wasn't there wasn't typically lines of people it, where in my the branch I was at but in this line yeah. it, or this branch it was constant maybe eight people in a line on every booth Oh my god! And they were, and all of their needs were just so different. They all wanted like cash advances
0: off their credit cards, you, for the most part. Can You get that? Is that a thing isn't or? that
1: interesting? It's like a ten. It's like a 10% fee. ten percent fee. I mean, like, that's you, a huge fee. You but. can get cash off of your credit card. Yeah, if you take like if you need a
0: hundred off your credit card, you pay a hundred ten to get the hundred. Wow! Isn't that interesting? Wait. Well, I mean, in the. But you don't pay anything at at the time of the withdrawal because it's a credit card.
1: Right, you're paying, you're getting a hundred cash and you're charging 110 to your card, right? so to speak. Amazing. Uh, So, and then just everyone's like attitudes, you know, and there's like a lot of desperation and there's a lot of like resignment to being like, well, yeah, I'm going to have to pay the fucking $24 fee, dude. What do you want? Yeah, I know why I'm here, man. I need my $400 or whatever. What? From, Cause, from well, customers? Well, because I have to kind of, yeah, because I have to kind of run through a script, you know? Mm. If they ask for a cash advance, like, I absolutely can do that without any issue. I don't have to give them the stink eye or like... Yeah, why would you? Or survey them or anything. I'm just like, all right, it's going to be a 9.17% fee or whatever it is. Like, that okay? I'd be like, oh, uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like
0: well, I, well what am i gonna do not do it yeah people get emotional about money though it's they like, do the, the t- it's personal and you're implying that they may not be able to afford it by even uh reminding them right i mean you're not you're just reading a script you have to say that right but uh people will interpret it that way because they're very insecure about their finances
1: yeah which you know that's my that's my take i well i generally agree and it, is int- it was interesting to go to different branches and see basically different sects of the economy of Nashville. Like, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. I got through it, but it was difficult and constant and then i came back to my main branch like the following monday and i was like she's like so what did you think of that and i was like it's, it was a different world <laughs> what'd you think of that like they're like yeah. oh, he's
0: coming in he's gonna quit right right <laughs> <laughs> so jesse yeah. what do you think of <laughs> yeah they're all lined up like he went to north nashville last friday yeah they got like a running bet or something it's, <laughs> yeah. they're hazing you that's so dumb what
1: she was like and she was everyone else i liked um she was like what did you think of it? And I was like, "It's definitely a different world." And she was like, "I thought you'd learn a lot from that."
0: Oh my god! And <laughs> the way you just delivered that, I'm picturing this on an, on another person. But sure. <laughs> that was pretty. It was such a such a condescending, <laughs> yeah. like, but like also like self satisfied, like smug. Like I just taught you a valuable lesson, right? No, it
1: was always like that. Like You'll thank me she, later. She, but I get the sense that she was kind of. Trying to like stifle me a little bit to be like, don't think you've got this shit unlocked, dude. Like, this is hard work, okay? I'm mm. important.
0: Yeah, yeah. You don't
1: know what it's like that's to be hard work. That's <laughs>
0: that's a running theme with shitty jobs. They want you to think that you're uh like privileged to work there. Like it's a yeah. privilege to work at this Regions Bank. Regions
1: Bank. Sure, which sure, I'm I'm fine to say that it was Regions Bank. Oh, you didn't say. <laughs>
0: I didn't, but I don't care.
1: Yeah, well, why does it matter? I also can't get rehired by them because well, I'll just this. I'll finish this story and then I'll, and then we'll go back to you. But the ending is a little interesting, and it has to do with this manager. I basically only took this Regions job because I had interviewed for another job before Regions, and I was they kept uh, pulling me along that they were like, "We're gonna get back to you. We're gonna get back to you on your interview." And it seemed promising. And like days and days and days went by. And Regents was like, all right, here's the, it's the last day to like... Because I also got accepted an offer from Regents while I was job searching. Right. And so Regents was like, you have an offer, you have four days to accept it or whatever it is. And on the last day, I was like, well, I have to accept this Regents job because I need money and I can't wait for this other job to get back to me. And then it took... I worked at Regents for five weeks. And in the fifth week, it that other job finally got back to me with a much better situation right so I had to jump from Regents into UBS it was UBS UBS (laughs) and I told my manager this I was like well I told her that whole story and she was like well you have to do what's right for you. I understand. And I was like, where's this coming from? What her understanding? Like Yeah. She was like, Oh, that sucks, but I get it. What are we gonna do? Like you have to you have to follow that lead. Clearly, it's like the best thing for you. Yeah, why couldn't she have been that chill when you were right, there? Right. Like it seemed like, wow, are you that yeah, actually kind of cool and
0: see the whole picture? Maybe gotcha. she's just happy to have
1: you going. Yeah, maybe. Maybe mm-hmm.
0: she fucking hated me. Thought you were gunning for her job.
1: And then because I had to get out so swiftly to, to do go to the other job. I didn't wasn't able to give two weeks notice. I was like, well, the other job like it you know, it, it was close. It was like twelve days mm-hmm. later or something. And Regents has a policy that if you don't give two weeks notice, you're basically like blacklisted. <sighs> <You're> fucked. <laughs> and apparently like upper management was like really tracking me and like loved me. And like upper management called and was like, Look, like we support your exit and everything's cool and you did great, but we're just telling you like if you don't give two weeks' notice, you won't be able to get hired back. And I was like, yeah, oh, it is what it is. That seems okay. So I might not be able to get hired back. Oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> well, you got UBS still. Should you That's go right. back? I'm sure you gave them two weeks' notice. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. I was like, no, I are did. you a I bad did. boy? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Okay. Wow. So that was a
1: pretty bad day at a halfway decent job. Oh, you Regents was halfway decent? <laughs> yeah, Regents was a little boring and and you know i'm you know i'm depositing a hundred dollars into people's
0: accounts all yeah. day like whatever that's not that i think there are much worse workplace horror stories to be told like like your absolutely like sexual assault or your boss just not paying you
1: yeah i essentially <laughs> my worst work days are pretty goddamn fine
0: yeah yeah so Labor Day is a celebration of, you know, labor laws have been put into place, and uh, it sounds like none of your, none of your stories involve infractions of labor law.
1: No, I've had a pretty stable, liberal, yes, life. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right, but I know that
0: you've had at least one horrifying job. Yeah, my first real job, job where there's paperwork and everything, was. At a shitty Italian restaurant here in Nashville what was, in oh, Murfreesboro. We're
1: not going to name it.
0: I'm going to name it. All right. What is it again? Demas's. That's
1: right. Yeah. Which, Which is it, a
0: chain? It is a chain, right. but there's like three locations. It's it's spelled like demos. With an apostrophe? With an apostrophe at the end. So it's a This <laughs> so Demis's. fucking weird. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> mediocre. I mean that. I, I ate it a couple times like three times and each time I was like, this is subpar, but boy slammed constantly Man. one of those places. And, um, I needed a job. Well, no, I guess my, I'm not, I shouldn't say this is my first real job. Cause before directly before this, I worked for the apartment complex that I lived at for oh. a few weeks. Cause oh. when I, as soon as I moved here, I needed to get employed full time. Um, uh, because it was a, it was a tuition thing. I was getting in-state, but I needed to work full-time. Interesting concept to work where you live. Yeah, well, it's part of becoming a resident. And, you know, like I'm I'm reaping the benefits of in-state tuition at MTSU. It's yeah. a program that they have, but you kind of got to give back by working. Okay. So, that's why I took this job at Demas' because their turnover, turnover is so insane because they're so shitty that they'll hire anybody who walks mm-hmm. in the door because... People don't last much longer than I do. Yeah. Day one, they put me on the phones, uh, taken to go orders and they come in as soon as the minute the place opens. It's rapid fire. It's very intense. The menu is enormous. I've never worked a job before. I don't know the menu. I don't know the menu. They, they didn't give me homework to do. I just don't know anything about it and there's all this shorthand there's shorthand for literally everything and then all the all the variations there's more shorthand for it i don't know any of that i don't know what i'm supposed to write down i don't know what phone etiquette i'm supposed to employ i've never worked a job before i was eight was 18 19 right um but it also sounds particularly complex it was it was a tough job so like i show up there and they just kind of like the whatever manager was in charge of me just like said all right that's what you're doing today and you know i was in there and there were like two other people crammed up you know behind the front desk where you take those orders and pack them it became quickly evident that i had no idea what i was doing so some other girl there she wasn't working in the kitchen but she wasn't serving there was a big restaurant she's doing she had her own job to do but she was unofficially uh trying to basically unofficially coaching me yeah i mean wow. the, no no one explicitly tasked her with this job which Gosh. is important later um she was just trying to help me because i literally had no idea what i was doing and nobody explained it to me right? and the manager was just a bitch and just like i don't know they couldn't they couldn't spare a little coaching they just threw me into it because they actually needed like they, they, their turnover was so high and they needed so many people that they just I guess needed someone doing that job on day one. So just threw me on it and just kind of hoped that someone there would teach me. That's so weird. This girl was trying to talk me through it. Um, But because of that, she was like sort of having to neglect a few other tasks. Right. And she gets yelled at. Meanwhile, this whole time I'm like, I'm kind of overwhelmed, but like, you know, I'm, I'm keeping it together. And she's like uh, the whole time telling me like it, it gets better. I can. know this is overwhelming at first, but I've been here for a year, and like oh. I love it here. It's great. What? And uh, by the end of by the end know? of that shift, she was in tears. She was crying right because she was getting chewed out by that that manager for like some something really insignificant too. It, it, it was about packing ticket orders. Like she she made some mistake because she was busy helping me, and she got yelled at and she mm. was crying while trying to convince me to stay it wow. was awesome that was day one and i did it for another another week whoa eventually they did give me homework there was they like quizzes and shit that you need to take and pass they Holy just shit. for some reason didn't didn't give me any of that uh until i was already there and um they, they were tough this uh there was a lot of homework for me to do and i took it i really tried to do it but um, I actually legitimately couldn't pa- pass the the shorthand quiz after I took it once and didn't pass it. Wow. Because it was so dense. Like, it was a lot. Like, just so much rote memorization for something that I just don't want to do, don't care about. I'm not trying to prove myself. They made me shave my beard uh because oh. you need to be a baby. Fa- Even if you're not working in the kitchen, you can, they, that's the Dimas aesthetic. Oh my God. A little cherubic little baby boy. They made me shave. <laughs> cherubic. And, re- and I was making like seven twenty five, right. like minimum wage to... I was never interviewed. I walked in there just like... I, I was literally just going into different restaurants and real t- retail places asking oh, if they wow. were hiring because I needed wow. a job immediately. Okay. And they basically hired me on the spot. And then, uh, yeah, there's like this orientation thing a few days later where they... We're really um, trying to put me and two other people who are also starting uh, into the mindset of feeling privileged to work at Demas's. Oh my god, this is a great place to work. So make sure you keep in mind, like we, you, this is a privilege to work here. I, I'll never forget that they said that. Yeah. The, that language specifically. Weird. It's a privilege to work here. I'm like, is it though? Because I was hired before I even, like, I don't even think they knew my name. Right. They just knew I was interested in a job. Then They're like, right. when can you start? We need people immediately because no one will stay at our restaurant for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of ire for Demas's. A lot of ire. <sighs> kind of blacked out there, getting in the, in the heat of it. I understand. But, um, yeah, anyway, I did that for a week and then quit. And, uh, I wasn't faced with much resistance. After that I worked at Chipotle for about six months. Which was which was better. Still shitty, but better. Six months is a good haul for something like Chipotle. Based off of other Chipotle's that I go to, it, it seems like the one I was working at was very strict because like I remember how I would get kind of chastised daily for not smiling enough. And I feel like I smiled a lot. I felt like I was smiling constantly. I was genial like i have good etiquette like i don't think i'm i don't know but i was working the line at chipotle so you're interacting with people and i remember like every shift the the manager would pull me aside and and say like you gotta be smilier i'm like okay wow i definitely was but i've never been to a chipotle since where everyone is smiling like, oh, that's so not a hallmark of a Chipotle. Yeah, it's n- it's not. But the, our the, yeah, that Chipotle was so strict. Weird. But I was a good employee. Uh, in general, I I did my job. But uh, what ended up terminating this job was uh, a trip home that I took over spring break. When I was hired, I was told, you know, if that's you're right. taking time off, you just put it on this calendar two weeks in advance. Right. That was all. That's that's all I was told to do and I did that I did it many weeks in advance I took off like one week to go home for spring break I had to find some people to cover like two days that I'd already been scheduled on um and I did that and uh that you know i i I took the proper measures but they they must have scheduled me anyway or evidently you know they put me on the schedule anyway so they're shorthanded for all those days because i'm out of town i never receive a phone call or a text message which is really important yeah because (laughs) when i get back i'm not on the schedule and no one's i keep calling the restaurant trying to get a hold of a manager to figure out when i'm coming in next and they keep evading me for some reason so it gets to the point where i'm like you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna get my get my stuff and just go to the restaurant physically and look at the schedule in the in the kitchen or whatever and so i i do that yeah and i'm not on there and and uh, uh my manager is fucking dumbass, um <laughs> keegan mm. write it down pulls me aside yeah he got fired sometime after i left which is which is good race it uh he he lets me know well he tells me like man like where 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 have you been like you were on the schedule but you didn't show up everybody was trying to get a hold of you and you weren't answering and i was like that's just not true it's just patently false keegan (laughs) <laughs> and I, I it's i didn't receive any my i even oh, i double checked no. that my phone number was correct right. on the sheet and it was just nobody tried to get a hold of me and it's because he fucked up he put me on the schedule without checking the fucking calendar and oh, so this was just his story to- yeah he was just covering it up like he oh fired me God. then um to make it look wow. like it was, it was my fault i explained how i did everything that i was supposed to do and uh my phone number was correct on the sheet, and I didn't receive any text messages. And he was fine. Like, you, there, there's, there's other stuff, bunch of things. So anyway, oh my God. Yeah, I should have really pressed him on what those things were at the time. But I was actually kind of relieved to not have to work there anymore. That's a good point. So I didn't fight it, but so, um. So wait, can I can I read this back to make sure I understand? Yeah, yeah.
1: So you were told that if you want to take time off. You just put it on this calendar two weeks in advance, and then when it t- comes time to schedule, they will heed that as part of the whole scheduling process.
0: That's what I was told. Right. That's my
1: understanding. So you put it on there. You go on vacation. Question on the on the way to this. Did you like, talk about the fact you were like at work? Like, yeah, we all be gone to with, other people just I, I work casually. With. Yeah, just, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So it was in the, it was in the air, people. So that just adds another layer of interesting, yeah.
0: To, for Keegan. Yeah. Anyways, since everyone was trying to get a hold of me, but right, evidently, supposedly.
1: yeah. So then you, you, you're presuming that he s- for, d- did not catch that you were that you took time off and then scheduled you when he shouldn't have, and then were shorthanded, and instead of him being like fuck, he was like, well, look at Michael fucking up, everybody, and then just kind of let it fizzle out so that he didn't have to face the fact that
0: yeah he was the manager you know looks bad on him right to be shorthanded and and fuck up the logistics so like it makes sense the job was more important to him than it was to me um clearly and uh yeah i mean i think he was largely just trying to cover up his mistake there's other stuff yeah there's other stuff man (laughs) I love to hear it, Keeg, Keegan. Uh, yeah, he got fired sometime after I left. Do you know why he got fired? Uh, don't don't remember, but something about being a bad manager. <laughs> he was bad at his job. Um, yeah, Chipotle in general. I when I go,
1: I haven't gone in a long time, but when I go, it's always you get up to the line and you're kind of just automatically feeling bad for f- for the people for working them and oh, definitely you're feeling bad that you have to patronize them at all and make them do anything. Right. And then you also feel like you're made to feel bad. I'm not saying they, like, shame you or anything. Obviously not. But I just, there isn't an overwhelming amount of warmth no. You know, I don't
0: feel an overwhelming amount of warmth from 90% of of retailers or restaurants. All right, all right. Me personally, like I feel like everyone should be free to I don't think you got to put on airs. Sure. I, I think if you you should, for as little as you're being paid and as much as you're suffering, you don't have to plaster a smile on your face to placate me. Yeah. I mean you do have to do that for older people. I think Gen X <laughs> I'm going in hard on Gen X these days. All right, and Baby Boomers—they still—they they, they get a little hot. If uh, even if you're like you, all I care is that you you do the job that you're doing. If you're working a job and you're just not doing it, you know, then you're kind of a fuckhead. But I, <laughs> at Chipotle, it's like I don't need them to pretend to be thrilled to see me. I agree. It's I like agree. Your job is to to scoop some stuff into a bowl pretty much as far <laughs> yeah. as our interaction is concerned. I tell you which rice that I want and you do it. And I, I, you know, that's what I did. And you know, it was an exhausting kind of pretty stressful job. Yeah. Like, cause especially when you're working at a Chipotle, that's weirdly strict about some things, but overall like mismanaged <laughs> we are constantly running out of stuff and the customers would get, you know, really pissy. You know how people are. If you've ever worked a restaurant or retail job, like you get, you get to, to deal with how shitty people can be. And like we were constantly running out of guacamole, oh, and tuffy. people would get very angry about it god. when they when they go through the line and there is no guacamole. Jesus Christ! Like, are you fucking serious? Oh, oh my type god! Thing. Really? Or, like, people would just leave. There'd be no gu- guacamole, and they just throw their hands up and just leave. They'd walk away <laughs> and go out the door. And like Jesus Christ, we'd be kind of running <sighs> out of other ingredients too all the time, but guac was the main thing people would get uh, so emotional about it sometimes they'd make me or someone else when when we were out of guac which is like every fucking day someone would just stand by the door and just let people know as soon as they come in hey we're out of guac just so you know that was the that was the resolution whoa there wasn't a shortage of guacamole it was just whoever was in charge of Ordering it and make getting it made was just not doing it right. I sympathize. I sympathize yeah. from, from both sides. Yeah, I get. I worked there long enough to you know get my get my taste, get my lick, my licks of of uh, the service industry life. Yeah, yeah. it ain't for me. Um, yeah, what but is it for uh, it's for some people. But it's for you know. I don't know. Yeah, it's for plenty of people. Waiting is one thing. I mean, you get tips and you can interact with people if you're super extroverted. Also, it's a job you can probably be stoned um, most of the time, (laughs) which appeals to a lot of people. Especially in the service industry. I mean, obviously, it's got to appeal to musicians. Like, every fucking musician with with a job here in Nashville is a bartender. Like, that is the number one choice it Which would makes seem.
1: no sense to me we've talked about this so often
0: but I was talking to somebody about this recently yeah, I, the, I asked somebody take? they were like it's about it being really enjoyable it's like it's you're kind of performing mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. fun okay and you get you get tips that was that was kind of their answer I don't remember who I was talking to about this sure. but the tips was like a big thing like you know it's you get to talk to a lot of people and you get tips and like all right yeah if you're in into, into into that, that yeah. i guess that makes sense but the, the cons are so substantial i mean with the scheduling and the energy drain <laughs> right
1: and whatever i do hear that you know there's like good money and bartending of course but um that good i don't know and it's like i i guess the people the musicians i know that are like first order business become a bartender it's like well i guess you don't have as much of a career motivation for your music or at least you're not that serious. I guess someone could make an argument that it's a networking option as well. Yeah. You're always getting you're getting a rotating door of potentially useful contacts.
0: You could you could say that. I, I don't know if I really buy that, but yeah. one could say I think no matter what anyone says, the main driving force is just you, you must love bartending. Or at least the way it looks to be bartender. Yeah nonetheless nonetheless do what you love do what you love now we both are very satisfied with our work yeah, situations yeah yeah it didn't take too long no all things considered yeah feel pretty lucky you were good indiepreneur yeah a, a wonderful little organization oh it's not it? a startup anymore you can't call it that
1: yeah hard to say that it's pretty fully fledged yeah. a lot of our quote-unquote competitors don't even have boys.
0: yeah fuck them pretty much it's, i made an alignment chart of all of our competitors oh yeah i did see that in slack I'm still, oh I'm you, still you're in slack. still in the Slack. <laughs> yeah because we were
1: talking about it and then i was like within like two minutes of chewing on it i was like i guess it might go that way and
0: then i just it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i didn't know most of the faces on it it is very niche super niche but um yeah, that was good. And it will never get out because,
1: first of all, this clip has already become a clip. Number one. Oh, number of
0: course. two, it's already gone viral fuck. Number three, I put your alignment chart. Yeah, it's in flashing. It. I've already overlaid it. So it's you're looking up. at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and if
1: Omari MC, Omari. hey, zoom in. If Omari MC <laughs> sees this,
0: nothing will happen. Do better, <laughs> um, Omari MC. I put him at neutral evil. Yeah, I remember that. I remember <laughs> Omari because he's one of the few who I did recognize. There you go. Neutral Evil feels right for him. Anyway, we should change the subject. This is hard for anyone to engage with. That's a good point. It's a good point. All right, carry on. Um, but yeah, no, you're an entrepreneur. and am freelance video boy. Yeah. Just wonderful. I'll probably keep doing it for a while. You could do it for as long as you want. I don't see why it would ever... It's only... I, it, it's sustainable as long as I get work. And right now, I've got more work than I can than I can do. So
1: I would think it as an industry will only
0: grow and become more of a main thing for everyone. Freelancing? Video. Oh, video, yeah. yeah. Look, AI is changing everything. I know. It's changing every industry. I know. But and it's eliminating some. But it's, mm-hmm. it's threatening to eliminate some, such as remedial script writing which is what the strike is about that's right but um yeah video it does it seems like the need for for video content and editing is just ramping up all the time yeah and so it's a. it's not a bad trade to be in it is a saturated uh sure saturated trade there are lots of people trying to do it just like lots of people want to be DJs right <laughs> or like it's something kind of it's something like in the entertainment industry not always because you can just edit youtube videos but even so it's there's some glam and it. it's like it's kind of showbiz yeah it's a showbiz adjacent right uh any any job that's showbiz adjacent yeah. is very sought after mm-hmm. for some reason though i feel like audio as far as music business careers go i think being an audio engineer like one of the most competitive jobs working in a music studio yeah it's like yes There's an overwhelming supply of people who want to do it. True. And not that much demand when it comes down to it.
1: Yeah, because a lot of the people that require an audio engineer, you kind of need a business or an investment of some kind to support that request. Yeah. And a lot of artists... Can't even get that going. They can't raise enough money to justify a music studio.
0: Right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, my recording studios, in and of themselves, are, well, I guess, like they're doing, there are plenty of recording studios here in Nashville that are fully booked all the time. But it's like, you know, there's more music being made today than ever in history. Like, exponentially, the amount of songs being uploaded to Spotify, you know is probably just increasing every day. Mm -hmm. But it's like the demand for audio engineering skills, like professionally, like as a contractor, I don't think it's really scaling up as much. Everyone's just learning how to do it themselves. I would agree. For one, not not using recording studios, you know, for the most part. Like, you got a lot of people producing pop from their bedrooms and and whatnot. So, like, if you want your, your vocation to be exclusively... Uh, audio, you kind of just have to be an entrepreneur, I think. I would have to agree. That's the problem. In my opinion, that's the smartest way to go about it. Because getting a job at an existing recording studio, very difficult. Very few opportunities. Yeah, you have to be a janitor first. Yeah, yeah, you got to be an intern first. For sure, you got to do it for free. Then you got to be really, really good and really, really likable. Right. These are all... Requisites, like bare minimum, at like a legitimate recording studio. There are about a million and one like recording studios, just like there are record labels. You know, anyone can be a record label or a recording studio. I could call this Slime Zone Records, yeah, and start looking for interns and right. probably find some with minimal effort. Well, I never think about it. I could probably manipulate somebody. Into into <laughs> setting all of this gear up for us mm-hmm. for f- calling it an opportunity, I I, I I hope I'm wrong about that. I'd like to think, especially after COVID, people are wising up to that. But look,
1: the the hundred unopened DMs in are in your inbox <laughs> say otherwise.
0: Yeah, that's true. Got a lot of free labor barking at my yeah. ass as soon as you post- posted that first. Video. People will are throwing themselves. Oh my god I would love to
1: have Virginia. I I I I'm at BYU and I would love to
0: BYU. <laughs> BYU. <laughs> Brigham yet. Well we did talk about how we, we slap did. Mormons are. We did, and I watched almost
1: all of a series with Andrew Garfield in it about Mormons.
0: Oh, what's the show? It's that series. I love It's Andrew. called Under the Banner of Heaven. Ah. Is he fucking Mormon?
1: In this oh in this movie he is okay. series series in the series he is interesting
0: at first he played uh he was in a mel gibson movie called hacksaw ridge where he's disgustingly christian <laughs> so i'm like hmm, maybe that's his thing <gasps>
1: he's super mormon in this series yeah cool well <sighs> um anyway yeah
0: yeah i'm freelancing it's great right feel pretty good about it
1: here's the thing though on the on one at one vantage point you look at something like the music industry and you're like it's so saturated but there's another vantage point where it's like yes it is however how hard is it to win uh, over the average person in being hardworking or or being smart or being efficient or i feel like in these super crowded industries it's like it's mostly dumb fucks
0: yeah it does (laughs) seem that way it seems just video editing specifically. I am really like eager to meet some skilled right. video editors, and not people who just do it begrudgingly. For as much demand as there is for video editing, it seems like the amount of truly good video editors—it's hard to find. There's so much incompetence, yeah, all all around, and not just in video editing, like in every. Mm. Every aspect of, of production and, and, and I think just in general, I think everyone who's ever worked feels like the people that they're working with, uh, that they work with incompetent people or they just experience a lot of incompetence. As a frequent collaborator in, in the video realm, it's um, astounding how low the bar seems to be. Right. For as saturated as it is, right? right like you you immediately stand out if you're just good at it.
1: Yeah. Well, it's one thing to like work at SpaceX or something. And even in that, within that realm, I'm sure everyone's feeling a lot like, God, like only 4% of the people here are are even care or even, I'm sure that sentiment is like within every company, no matter how like, you know, intensely intelligent you have to be to get it or whatever. But I would think that's one thing. I think it's another thing to be in like a freelance realm where it's just, like, the entire sector is just a
0: ton of, you know, uh, individuals. Right. And, yeah, it's all it's all competition. It's all a competition of, obviously, like, the quality of the work that you do. And there's, like, the speed at which you do it is a factor. Yeah. Uh, your, your personality is a factor. How much you charge mm-hmm. for, for mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, shitty clients, like... All they care about is well, like the cheapest, you know, work that they can get done. Not, yeah. not so much, you know, and obviously I don't work with people like that, but I feel like I've got hella job security. That's because good. Because I just feel like, um, I'm better at it than most people who are vying for the same job.
1: I, everyone I know agrees on your, you specifically about you as a video editor specifically motherfucker hell yeah dude um <laughs> motherfucker you also give that you just give the sense when when i have uh, hired you many times and i've seen you be hired many times by others the main sort of um sense you give me anyway in your work is that it's just like it's going to be done pretty goddamn quickly and it's also going to exceed your expectations
0: yeah, that's At the least way a little bit. that's the way you do it. I mean, if you want to freelance, I feel like I've already talked about I feel like I've already given freelancer advice on this podcast. I don't know when or what episode that was. <laughs> I don't know, but, but sure. Like <laughs> that's how you stay busy. Like you, you and that applies to any to any business, I guess. You, you want to exceed expectations because then people will talk to you, talk about you to other people. Especially in a free right, I guess you're talking about freelance freelance
1: of all the places i feel like you've gotta give a little extra yeah at least at
0: first for for sure you gotta make contacts right it's like a big networking thing yeah but i've never had to like go to like networking events to find work or like i've never had to like scrounge or or on like the facebook groups in nashville for musicians and we all know yep young entertainment professionals gross there are people (laughs) there are people on there constantly looking for cheap video music video directors and every post like that immediately gets 50 comments within minutes of it going up from all these wannabe music video directors and i imagine you even entering that realm like cheapens you i feel that way too present i i i don't really do that but like i I've tried it a few times, but I'm like, I get so like, it's so inundated. Like that channel is, it's like, it doesn't even matter if I am, if I like have a great portfolio, it's just like, I'm all automatically like kind of swept under the rug. And also it's like, I, I don't need to do that. I actually get enough work from like my existing relationships that I don't have. I don't even have time to do that. Yeah. Plus most of those jobs that come from the, uh, young entertainment professionals facebook page are terrible they're I know. like they're like shitty i'm not even i'm not pulling any punches you know shitty like wannabe yeah. country artists who no like shortage. you know just moved here and want to make a really lame <laughs> cookie cutter performance Music lip sync video walking
1: not, through the cornfields and such. And that,
0: Even that would be a, I mean, yes, that's the type of thing. <laughs> but the one I'm picturing right now is like you rent like one location, probably uh, like a big like warehouse. It's kind of grunge and edgy, ooh. and then you just get a get a, a your band or a fake band and just set up your instruments and just play the song, and then you do eight takes of that in an editor. Eight takes, and there's nothing else to it. Whew. And it's like that costs you two thousand dollars. Which is which is like that's like a, a fair price yeah, for that kind of music costs. video, but it's a to it's a complete waste of money.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. For it does nothing for your career,
0: Underwood or whatever the fuck? But yeah. um, I agree. For uh, yeah, Bert, uh, not Bert. How about Tyler uh, Child? Not Tyler <laughs> oh, you're Child. Making I'm up. making up like a name, you know, like uh, Tyler Brent. Li- yeah, <laughs> Luke smith
1: yeah oh fuck boggs
0: Boggs and bentley (laughs) bentley they're they're never interesting names though they're like adam uh, like (laughs) always such generic like white dude names for these and they like you're you're trying to be an artist and stand out well you're not trying to stand out obviously everything about what you're doing as a young country artist in nashville it tells me you're not trying to stand out you're specifically trying to blend in And you're going with your own name, which is Tyler Jacobs or some shit, right? (laughs) That's good. Tyler, a lot of Tyler, Lukes, Chris's, like a disproportionate amount of Tylers, Lukes, and Chris's, right? For some reason, right, right, right. Lukes and Luke Brown, country artist, and Brown too. Yeah, Brown's a popular one. Um, Zach Brown, Kane Brown those are two huge ones i'm sure there's others yeah i'm trying to think of more actual country artists and their names you think there'd be more white yeah you would think that adam white there's one white there's uh jack white but he's not country right well but he is very white though he arguably is like
1: echoing off of country of old in some fashion yeah what do you think of jack white
0: uh I, i can't i don't i'm not up to date on jack white news, scandals. He seems like he's kind of, he gets shit sometimes for being kind of cringe. Oh, uh, I don't know what he's up to these days but I like the white stripes. You know, the old stuff. I don't know what they sound like now but They've been done, uh, been over for
1: a long time. Oh, okay, good. White stripes anyway. But then Jack sense. White carried on. Or it, so. um, yeah,
0: yeah, I, I like mean overall, overall I'm pretty too. neutral on Jack White. I feel like I've seen some dumb takes from him on social media yeah maybe but i feel that way about everyone yeah it's hard uh, to evade that i don't feel that way about neil grass tyson it gets a lot of heat for his for his tweets for being obnoxious but like that's the point that's that's he's he he knows right <laughs> i know <laughs> he I tweets know. like like pedantic like actually right uh, like science stuff right i think mean, it's great it's very funny he's <laughs> he's like a he's he's very it's very dad humor right you know
1: right he knows what he's doing
0: anyway he's he's all right yeah. he's good i like him too neil Gress tyson yeah he and he's black yeah not yeah. white but his That's name right. doesn't mention any color no part of his name nope jack white though shame on you yeah what the fuck dude and jack black
1: come what on the, dude. What the fuck? also why have they not teamed up they would yeah. do something very
0: worthwhile yeah together. they're both rock uh, artists that's interesting, isn't it? Never thought about They've that. They've never collaborated. So I would think it's a great opportunity for both of them to boost both Jack of their- Gray. <laughs> yeah, that's the album. That's the super group, <laughs> that's yeah. That's the song. Because <laughs> <laughs> black and white makes gray. It's kind of like Breaking Bad. It is. It is just like that. Gray matter.
1: Walter White and- Wait, what was the other guy's name? Uh, was it really Black as his last name? Yeah. Wow, now I'm spacing on the name. Wow. It's not Eli. It's, uh... His old business partner. It was the Waz. The proverbial Waz. Uh,
0: Steve Wozniak of Apple. Yeah, the proverbial S- Steve Wozniak <laughs> of Walter White's former... Uh, company. Company. Anyway, uh, I think that's our podcast. Okay. We've really tread a lot of ground. We've made a lot of progress in this country. Labor Day. Ooh. Labor, laws cool stuff yeah I unions we love pro pro We're in favor of unions
1: Yeah, strike strike
0: if you must strike, until, strike till, tell you strike it till you make it strike until you make it baby but Dude, you know, wrap strong. it up soon because i want to watch the boys oh my god yeah
1: same here <laughs> please
0: <laughs> the boy season four is being
1: dangled just pay them to, to whom it may concern Give the people what they need f- to get us the boys on Amazon. Yeah, for the sake of the boys. It's a show called The Boys. Look it up. Meet in the Middle. I, I want to watch it. Most people know the boys. It's
0: pretty pop. Most people. It's a great show. It's pretty pop. Oh, God. All right. Let's go poop and pee in our pants and then cry about it. Oh, I can't wait. Thanks for watching.
1: Bye-bye. Ah! <laughs>